Good morning. It is Wednesday, the 17th of January, in the year of our Lord, 2024. I'm John David Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin our Wednesday. We're at the midway point this week. Let's renew and refresh our consecration before the Lord. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's something simple and clarifying about that kind of praying, isn't it? Today's entry is entitled, the prayer to create space for prayer. Our text is Matthew 6, verse 6. Hear now the word of the Lord. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. I've heard Jesus say this at least a hundred times. It can hardly be more explicit and specific. But when you pray... Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Number one, go into your room. Number two, close the door. Number three, pray to your Father who is unseen. One day back in the late 1900s, I served as a pastor at a large church in Texas. I got so busy, I met myself coming and going. I tried my best to spend some quality time with Jesus every day, but it was hit or miss at best, and obligatory at worst. In my experience, and I'm being confessional here, pastors can be some of the most prayerless people on the planet. Anyhow, one morning I was rushing out the door to get to my first meeting when I sensed the voice of the Lord speaking to me, deep in my spirit. This brought me to a screeching halt. Four simple words pierced my soul. They weren't audible, and yet they were crystal clear. Create space for prayer. I walked back over into the living room, 
knelt down by the couch and prayed. Somehow, I knew deep down, this was my calling within my calling. My Mother Teresa moment that would lead to the awakening of the world. So I grabbed my laptop and typed out an email to my boss at the church telling him about the experience and how we needed to create space for prayer as a church staff. My boss promptly reversed my attempt at reverse delegation, assigning the initiative back to me. I put something together. The staff gladly participated, and after a series of faithful efforts, my Create Space for Prayer initiative drifted off into the heavens from whence it came. Create space for prayer. These four words never left me. Over the ensuing decades, I made many attempts and efforts to design initiatives, each similar to the ones before, and yet with increasing sophistication. I launched prayer vigils, started prayer houses, created prayer watches, wrote prayer guides, and hosted more prayer meetings than I can remember. All of this was good and needful and helped people, and I'm sure contributed to the expansion of God's kingdom. However, today, a quarter century later, it is dawning on me that I may have missed the point of the personal revelation on that early morning in Texas. Create space for prayer. That was not a word for the staff or the church or to start a corporate practice or to build a house of prayer or launch a vigil or watch. Good and needful as all those things are, it was a word spoken to me and for me. It was a personal admonition, crying out for personal attention. Now, here I am, a quarter century later, hearing this word again, as though for the very first time, create space for prayer. And it is finally dawning on me that this word is nothing more and nothing less than this word. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. The prayer to create space for prayer. Father, thank you for the simple clarity of Jesus, who plainly tells us to go into your room, close the door, and pray to our Father who is unseen. I hear you, Lord. 
you're telling me to create space for prayer. This was and is and ever shall be a word to me and for me. And though it is a word for so many others, would you grace me with the humility to heed it myself? Would you help me to create space for prayer? For me? That seems like enough to ask today. Thank you, Father, for this simple clarity and this gracious invitation and your unending, long-suffering patience with me. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. In our question for the day, do you identify with this calling to create space for prayer? I wonder if anyone out there identifies with the way I missed the point of this calling and launched into an enterprising grandiosity to fulfill it. For our hymn today, we're going to sing one, I bet you know, I Am Thine, O Lord. It's hymn number 591 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise, 591, I Am Thine, O Lord. We'll sing all four verses. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice, and it told thy love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith, and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord to thy precious bleeding side. O oh, the pure delight of a single hour that before thy throne I spend, when I kneel in prayer and with thee, my God, I commune as friend with friend. Draw me nearer, Nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. There are depths of love that I cannot know till I cross the narrow sea. 
There are heights of joy that I may not reach till I rest in peace with Thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where Thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to Thy precious bleeding side. Amen. Thank you, Fanny Crosby, for that one. You know, I noticed as I was singing that refrain that when you get down there, draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord. There is no sustained note there (laughs) under Lord, but thats I think that's how I grew up singing it, holding that note, nearer, blessed Lord. You just kind of want to hold it right there, don't you? before you sing to thy precious bleeding side. (laughs) We sing it how we sing it, don't we? And the Lord hears it how we sing it. That's a great hymn. Oh, the pure delight of a single hour that before thy throne I spend when I kneel in prayer And with thee, my God, I commune as friend with friend. You know, that made me remember Moses. And you see the story in Exodus where he used to go, he would carry his tent, it says, and he would go outside of the camp to the edge of the camp, and he would put up his tent And the cloud of the glory of the Lord would descend over the tent. And Moses would go inside of the tent and meet with the Lord. The Bible tells us, as he would meet with the Lord face to face, as a person meets with their friend. That is profound. And that place was called... It came to be known to all the people as the tent of meeting. Talking about creating space for prayer. That's just such a beautiful picture, isn't it? I think I'm going to write about that maybe tomorrow or the next day. You know, I find that as I slow down, and this little town of Gillette is certainly slowing me down, I find that there's more in less. There's, I mean, this, I, I'm stuck right here on Matthew 6 6. I think this is the third day. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I'm just kind of camped out. It's 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 ironic, isn't it? We're making camp at this very calling of an invitation to create a tent of meeting, to create space for prayer. And I have just been so slow to get this after all these years. Seems like I've I've done everything but this. And in the name of this, I've done it all. 
Well, no use in lamenting that. I mean, I think it's more important to get on with the business of it. The beauty of it, the power of it. That's kind of what I'm going to be sharing here. A lot of people think that I have a master plan, a big design over how the wake-up call is going to unfold every day. Like, I've got it all mapped out, and nothing could be further from the truth. I, myself, am being led almost by a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Every day I say, Lord, what do you have for us today? And really I say, what do you have for me? Because if it's not coming to me, it's not going to go through me. So, yeah, that's it for this morning. It's kind of leaving you on a cliffhanger with the to be continued. And just want to hope that you're encouraged by this. Create space for prayer. Ponder it. Don't be too ambitious, but ponder it. We're going somewhere. We're going to create a tent of meeting. You probably already have one. I'm late to the party, guys, but I'm happy to be invited and get to sharing it with you. All right, gang, get your seed. Don't forget to be sowing it right in your garden of your own heart, right here and right now. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 